Today's episode of The Shalene Show is sponsored by our friends at Organifi. You've heard me talk about them probably way too many times, but it's because the stuff is so good and it's helpful, especially if you're dealing with brain fog or ADHD or you just want to have a quicker memory. So many products, but my favorite is Organifi Pure. It comes in a little packet or you can get it in a tub now, which is super convenient. I prefer the little packets. I dump one of the Pures into my water and then I have Organifi Immunity. These are two different products but these are the two that I'm obsessed with. Obviously, immune, why wouldn't you want to bolster your own immune response? But the immunity is great because it kind of has an orange flavor, and then the pure tastes a little bit like my lemon ginger water, so when I mix them together, it's literally, it makes me drink so much more water, and I know I'm getting my immunity. For example, it gives you 500% of your daily needs for vitamin C. In addition to that, it's got zinc, vegan vitamin D3, very, very important. So many people don't even realize that their vitamin D is insufficient and that's why their energy is low. That's why they can't lose their fat. The immunity product also helps because it bolsters your immune system. It's got an antiviral and antifungal and it really tastes delicious. I also love the pure. That's the one that I take for my brain. It's got 11 different superfoods. It's 100% USDA certified organic. It is clinically proven, this is huge, to boost brain-derived neurotropic factor. Why do you need to care about that? Because that's what makes you think more clearly. That is what helps to increase the neurogenesis. That's like your little connections in your brain and they connect faster. And that's the stuff that we need if we want better memory, if we want to feel mentally sharp, if we want to pull up information quicker in our heads, we want to be less forgetful, then we need to think about these things. A lot of their products are fantastic. Those are two of my favorite. I'm going to let you check out the rest of them. They are going to give you 20% off all of their products when you use code Shalene. So you go to Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shalene. That gets you 20% off. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shalene. Get 20% off. All their products are great. My favorites, Pure and Immunity. Hey, okay, you're listening to this episode because you would like to have more free time. You're trying to figure out how to be more effective, more efficient, figuring out how to squeeze more life out of every second of your day. And frankly, maybe you're just like tired or you're beating yourself up because you're just not getting things done that you want to get done. And so today I'm going to share with you some things that are common sense, like common sense organization and time-saving systems and some of my own life hacks. My intention is that this episode reminds you of some things you used to do. It inspires you to develop some new habits, maybe buy some new gadgets, and just figure out how to make a better use of the same 24 hours that we all have every day. All right, let's get to it. I have a lot to cover. I'm so glad you're here. So as I started preparation for this episode, I pulled open my push journal and I just started listing my own time-saving systems, listing the tools, the resources, the habits, the tips, some of the things that I bought, all things that just I know saved me time. And what was a little difficult about this is, at least for me, is realizing that some of the tips I'm going to share with you, someone's going to be listening and go, uh, duh, like who, who doesn't do that? But there's going to be someone else who kind of like myself didn't learn these things growing up. You know, you have to be role modeled these things or have 
you know, listen to a podcast like this or maybe watched a YouTube video or TikToks, you know, if someone hasn't taught it to you, you it's not common sense. But I'm going to share as much of this with you as possible. My list is so freaking long that I, I don't even know if this is going to be able to fit all in one episode. I guess we'll see. I can go back and edit this if it needs to be too. So when I sat down to organize my list, I realized I can't just ramble through all this because it, it's like all over the place. So let me chunk it into categories. So I am going to do this in categories. And the first category I'm going to start with is timing. The time of day that you do things can either save you time or take more time. For example, my brain just is not, it doesn't function as well first thing in the morning. It's my executive function doesn't kick in until later in the day. However, it's usually first thing in the morning where I need to be on time and on it. So I could just get all of my things ready to go out the door by waking up a little bit earlier or I can do it all the night before. So I do all of that the night before, not in the morning. Another thing related to timing is my makeup. So this saves me a ton of time. I put on my makeup first thing in the morning before I go to the gym. You guys know that. This means I put on you know everything, full face. I get my hair ready. Like, And I really do not care if someone's like, did you see that lady with the lashes and the lip gloss and looking like she's about to do a Zoom webinar. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, mind your own business. If you want to go all natural, good for you. I do my full hair and makeup, and this saves me a ton of time. And it also, I'm more likely to go on camera. And because a big piece of my job is social media, right? And and now YouTube videos and just communicating with my audience, I need to feel comfortable going on camera. So doing my makeup first thing in the morning makes that much easier. Then I can go to the gym and here's the time-saving hack. When I come back home and I take a shower, I don't have to redo my makeup. So I will wear, here's another time, little gadget you could buy. I wear swim goggles over my eyes so that I don't wash off my lashes or my eye makeup. And I use a wand so that I really don't get my face wet. And it saves me a boatload of time and then I always feel more put together. Also related to time, I respect when I get in the right mood to do the right thing. For example, this weekend, I had this big pile of like craft things I wanted to do and I wanted to reorganize or pull some things out of my closet. Like I had big plans this weekend, but when I woke up on Saturday morning, I was just flooded with ideas, business ideas. And so most all of Saturday and Sunday, I didn't do any of those things I had planned. They weren't urgent. And I honored the fact that, oh my gosh, I'm in a really, really creative mode for work, for content, for all of the you know membership programs and the academies that we run. Like I just had so many ideas, ideas for podcast. And it's hard to be creative when it's scheduled. It doesn't work for me to be creative on demand. So I honor that time when I am creative because I can get a lot more done and I can save a lot more time. And I'm way more efficient when I honor the mood that I'm in and I can just work so much faster and more effectively. Timing is important. So look at the things that you need to do that end up taking you more time because of inconveniences. For example, recording a podcast. For a while, I was always scheduling myself to record a podcast on Wednesdays when the team, the husband and wife that come and clean our house on Wednesdays, for some reason, they were always here. And so I would have to stop recording like every 10 minutes because I didn't want to ask them to stop or pause. So I would stop. 
So a, you know, 45 minute podcast would end up taking me two and a half hours to record. That was dumb. So to change the timing of it. So look at your own activities, the things that you have to do, but which you also have a little bit of flexibility when it comes to the timing. Next is combining activities. This is huge. Now, I do not believe that any of us are better when we multitask. So I really don't even consider these things multitasking because I think of multitasking as switching back and forth between two tasks. These are two things that can be done simultaneously. I like to combine mindless activities with mindful activities. Give you an example. Every single time I'm in my car, I floss my teeth. I keep dental floss picks in my center console. I just, I went for my most recent checkup and I'm very proud to say that my dentist was like, wow, because I hadn't been in two years. My dentist was like, your gums are so healthy. You must be flossing quite often. I'm like, yeah, I am. Okay. Another thing that I do is all computer work. Like I hate just sitting. Obviously I have a standing desk, but you know, sometimes you just have to sit to do certain things. And sometimes you don't have to, but you find yourself just sitting there on your phone and you just realize you've wasted so much time. So I combine the time that I spend to review emails, which I don't do very often. I only look at my emails once a week, which by the way, I feel like I could do a whole another episode just related to getting you organized from a digital standpoint, like your iPhone, all of your you know digital documents, online bill paying, passwords, software updates, all of your files and photos and videos and all of your digital assets. Like I think I could probably do a whole nother episode, but I want to find out if that's something you would be interested in on The Shalene Show. So let me know, pod squatters, you know where to go. And let me know if that's something you'd like to do. Because I think, I could be wrong. I feel like a lot of people waste a ton of time just with their computers crashing and not being able to find things on their phones and wanting to like post or send things and they can't find them and they're lo- like... But I don't know. So you tell me because I am hella organized when it comes to my digital assets. Okay, so back to combining activities. When I do my power walks, I I get very creative. I start having lots of brainstorming ideas. And instead of like stopping to write those things down, I just open up a voice note or I open up a note on my phone and I just voice to text my ideas, etc. That's super effective. When I'm watching TV documentaries, which by the way, I've got another one coming up for you guys soon. Ooh, I got some good shows to recommend. But so when I'm watching shows in the evening with Brett, I will, you know, I have to pay attention so I know the plot line so I don't get in trouble when I say to him, wait, who is that? He hates it when I ask questions when we're watching shows. But I will do something mindless. Examples include my skincare routine, folding laundry. I know that seems like common sense, but some people don't think to do that. They will purposely do it while their kids are at school or whatever. And that might just be a much better time to do something else because folding laundry can be done. It's so mindless. If you know you need to work on balance or flexibility or just you've got sore muscles, you could roll out, you can stretch. All of those things can and probably should be done while you're doing something that is mindful, but also stationary, like watching my latest YouTube videos. You guys, my YouTube is blowing up right now. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's not the stuff that I, even if I cover the same topic when it's on YouTube, it's different and there's visuals. So there's a little plug for my YouTube channel, but you could be doing something else at the same time because hashtag efficiency. Many of you have asked how it is. I listen to so many audible books and I also subscribe to other people's Patreons. I listen to other people's podcasts and I spend a lot of time just like 
doing self-education, personal development, business development. And I do that while I'm doing something that is mindless. So whether you're listening to this podcast or my Patreon or a book on Audible, I know you're probably like, I'm not just sitting here, Shaleen. I don't just like sit and twiddle my thumbs. The whole reason why I listen is because I like doing things at the same time. I know, I know, I know you're doing things at the same time. But I think sometimes people forget all of the opportunities they have to expand their brain, to take in new knowledge, you know, and it's so good for your neurons. Like you just, it's so cool to evolve as a person. So I'm like addicted, super hungry for more information. And that's part of the ADHD Like ADHD, if you have ADHD, your brain craves knowledge. It craves stimulation. So for me, I am listening to these things when I'm in the shower. I have a shower speaker. I'm listening to them when I'm getting ready. I have little earbuds that I pop in so they can hear it while I'm like blow drying my hair and stuff. I will listen while I'm in my car, listen while I'm doing chores, listen while I'm walking, listen while I'm cooking or cleaning. (laughs) Wait a second. Did I just say cooking? That's such a lie. You're grilled. I mean, when I'm mixing things up in a bowl, that's what I mean. When I say cooking, that's what I mean. Putting things in a bowl. Scrambling an egg. You do follow me on Instagram stories, right? I mean, because you need to. Sometimes I will cook for Brett and I always film it because it's always a disaster. A couple nights ago, I just really wanted to treat him and make him this like delicious pork chop dinner that I'd seen on Pinterest and it seemed super duper easy. Okay, frankly, I didn't read the instructions, but I watched a video, looked very simple. I'm like, I can do this. So, but I opened up my camera on Instagram stories and I kind of joked saying like, somebody better call the fire department. Yeah, be careful about the power of words, y'all, because I started a fire. I started a kitchen fire and I sure did catch that pork chop on fire. It was a disaster and it was probably one of the funniest moments on Instagram. So make sure you follow me on Instagram stories. So doing two things at the same time. Figure out maybe unconventional ways to combine things. As someone who's been podcasting for a really long time, I can tell you that most other podcasters cannot believe that I sometimes record, not sometimes, a lot of times, record episodes just from my iPhone. They're like, oh my gosh, don't you lose so many subscribers because the quality is different? I'm like, it's okay if I do. I think the majority of people are here for the content and they're not like, you know, techno heads who are like really concerned with the audio quality on Fridays doesn't match Mondays. Like they're here for content. These are big concept, smart people. The people who get caught up in the little details, yeah, they should probably go somewhere else. But it works for me because it's allowed me to be way more efficient. I couldn't do as many episodes as I do combining Patreon, The Shaleen Show, and Build Your Tribe and keep my sanity if I always had to be in a podcast studio. It's fun for me. And it's more efficient for me to record a good chunk of those in my car, on the couch, from my iPhone. I want to take just a moment to remind you how important it is to think on paper. I talk about it all the time. It's so important, especially if you're someone who's easily distracted. You need a notebook with you at all times. This is where you jot down your best ideas. When you think on paper, all of that creativity flows and it, it sends that message out to the universe. It's crazy the things that you can manifest when you put your ideas, your thoughts, your dreams, your intentions on paper. Whether you're looking for a very simple to use, effective day planner or a blank notebook to capture all of your brilliant ideas and brainstorms, 
The place to go is pushjournal.com. We've got blank notebooks as well as incredibly easy to use day planners. Like this is the day planner I created as someone who has ADHD who needed something super simple. We've got new designs, designs that have more blank pages or our classic push journal with a health tracker as well as blank notebooks that are so cool. They're so adorable. Like It literally will tell people a little something about your personality when they see you writing in this notebook. Check them all out by going to pushjournal.com. All right, back to the show. Next category of time-saving life hacks is placement. And again, I apologize if some of these are just common sense, but you're going to get some ideas. The first like concept I want you to think about is that wherever you use the thing is where you should also store the thing, whether that's toilet paper or chargers, like my packing cubes, you know, that I use in suitcases. Where should I store those? I store them in my suitcases. I like to wipe down my bathroom counter every day after I'm done getting ready because it's covered in makeup and a good inch of hairspray. So I keep my cleaning supplies out on the counter. I now keep my vitamin packs on the bathroom counter. And doing that might only save me, you know, two minutes, maybe maybe only a minute every morning. But all of these little things add up. And the way that I make those cleaning supplies look nice on my counter, I showed this in my YouTube video where I did a master bathroom tour, but I cover them in a contact paper that matches the marble on my countertop. And before I had a marble countertop, I covered them in a contact paper that just match the decor so that they're not like ugly, like cleaning supplies are ugly. And so, you know, that's the reason why most of us put them under the counter. I'll put the link to that video in our show notes. But, you know, those kinds of things, they really do save me time. There's actually quite a few cute little fun time-saving gadgets that you definitely want for your master bathroom in that video as well. But placement is key. And the way to make placement work, the only way to make placement work is to apply a principle that I teach the first of every year when I go through like how to organize your house. And that is this, everything needs a place. Everything needs a home and things have to be returned to their home. I keep my gym bag, like my booty bands and like weightlifting gloves. I keep that in my car, not in my house. It just saves me one extra step. I keep a mini makeup bag in the side pocket of my car, just in case. The coffee grounds are above the coffee maker. The blender is next to the freezer. And again, I know these seem like common sense. Just pay attention to how you're living this week and make note of any time that you have to move something that you need to use. Like you have to go get the vacuum out of the garage. I don't know, I'm just like making that up. But like you're having to move things to use them. And a lot of times we do this because we feel like we don't have space to store it where we use it. But if you really look strategically, there's probably some things that could be swapped, like things that don't need to be in that space so that you could store the things that you do use in that space. And all of these things add up. They save you time. It's putting five or so at the bottom of your trash can. That way, when your kids take out the trash, they know to just put a new bag in and the new bag is very conveniently right there for them. So there is no excuse for coming back to the trash can and realizing nobody put a new trash bag liner in it. Soap. When it comes to soap, I love an automatic dispenser. It saves time having to like grab the dispenser, pull up on the lid and then squeeze it, and then put it back. Like there's an automatic soap dispenser. That's a brilliant idea. That's also featured in that YouTube video. But I also like my kitchen sink 
for washing the dishes very quickly is to keep a little brush, like a, you know, I think it's like a Brillo brush. I'm not sure what you call it, but it's for cleaning your dishes. And it sits in a little round dish that is filled with soap. It's all about eliminating a step. Okay, so a couple of things I want to recommend that you consider investing in because these will help you to eliminate a step. These are a must-have if you have kids. These are a must-have if you change your tennis shoes all the time. They're called hickeys. And they are, they're just basically elastic laces that allow you to slip on and slip off your shoes, but they don't look weird. They actually look like laces. Another thing I recommend are these OXO containers. They're airtight containers that they save time. So like, say for example, I'm going to do like my powdered supplements. I'm going to put in my water. If I have to like go into the pantry and then like go get the tub and then set it down on the counter and then unscrew the top and then set the top on the side and then scoop and then screw the top back on and then go put it back in the pantry, that all adds up. These airtight containers, you just Boop, you press the top of it and the lid just pops off. It's so fast. And because they're attractive, I mean, they're just white and clear. I don't mind having them out on my counters where I wouldn't want like a bunch of supplement packages out on my counter. How you store your clothing, your towels, your jeans, you know, these things, I mean, I have a specific way I like to do this. I've talked about it a lot in my first of the year podcast where I talk about organization. I feel like this is a visual thing that it might be helpful for me to actually, you know, do like a video tour. And again, I could put that on YouTube, but let me try to describe what it is I'm about to suggest to you for workout clothes, workout leggings, jeans, towels, etc. They are these adjustable towel racks. So if you can imagine like a bar that attaches to the wall vertically, and then it has I'd say five to six horizontal bars that are movable. So you can just hook your leggings right over it. I can fit a ton of leggings on each individual arm or bar, if you will. And they move and they fold in. And it just, this saves you so much time. You don't have to fold things. You don't have to use, you know, clips on hangers, which takes forever. Like you literally just bloop, bloop, bloop. You slide each pair of jeans or your leggings or your towels on these racks. The other thing I really love as someone who has ADHD, if I can't see it, then I don't think I own it. I forget about it. So when I used to stack my leggings or stack my jeans, I would wear the same pair over and over and over again. And then I would forget I had all the other colors and then I would buy all the other colors. And then, then I could no longer call myself a minimalist. Brett says, I am borderline hoarder who identifies as a minimalist. And, you know, maybe there's some truth in that. I don't know. But I do like things organized. I do need to see things. And I hate wasting time with extra steps, which is also why I am really in love with the Lash system that I'm using now. It's called Lashify. I'm not sponsored by them. I should get them to sponsor the podcast. That would be a good step because I could really sing their praises. But whether it's Lash Extensions or do-it-yourself Lashify, which is like kind of a hybrid between strip lashes and lash extensions. Having lash extensions definitely was a time saver, but it just didn't work for me. I just don't love lash extensions. I personally love the look of a lash strip, but honestly, the reason why I switched to doing this system, this kind of DIY at home lash extensions is because everyone kept saying it will save me, save you, Shaleen, so much time. And there is a little bit of a learning curve. If you want, I can do a full review. I just don't want to spend too much time on this because I don't know 
how much you guys are into that. But yes, I am using Lashify and I can definitely do like a tutorial video for you guys if you'd like. But here's the deal. If you're not a makeup person, if you're not a makeup gal, then forget it. You don't need to do this. Point is many times we do things ourselves because we think we're saving money, but you cannot underestimate the power and the value of your time, which leads me to my next category, which is the things that I delegate. And listen, I get it. I know that there are those of you listening who are like, delegate, what? That costs extra money. I don't have an extra dollar to my name. I understand. And so you can call this privilege or you can call this hard work that got me to this place because there was a time, ladies and gentlemen, where I could not afford to delegate or pay for anyone either. But I also knew that I was doing a whole bunch of things that would never allow me to get ahead. There's no way I was going to get us out of debt. There's no way I was going to grow my business if I continued to do the things that I didn't do well, that were very distracting for me, and that became time sucks. For example, laundry. The very first thing we outsourced was having someone come. I know you guys have heard the story if you've been listening for a long time, but this was a leap of faith. And we didn't have financial privilege when we did this. We were deeply in debt. And the reason why we decided to hire someone to come do laundry just a couple of days a week for a couple of hours was because for me, it it was taking me hours and hours. It was never really organized. And the reason why it would take me hours is because I would start doing the laundry and then I would get distracted and start cleaning. And for people who are easily distracted, cleaning can be a huge time suck. Like it can turn into a rabbit hole where you start cleaning a counter and then the next thing you know, you've decided you have to, it's like a compulsion to clean every inch of the baseboards with a toothbrush when it's not really what you need to do. Like you've got to, whatever, build your business, make some money. And I was just so compulsive when it came to anything domestic. And I just couldn't get anything all the way done. I couldn't complete any of those projects because once I started one, I would notice that the windows all needed to be cleaned. And then once I did that, I would go outside and realize we need a new hose. And then, and meanwhile, the laundry is piled up on the couch. And now I feel bad about myself and I'm too distracted to be able to do the work that I really need to do. And I feel like I'm a horrible mom and nothing's getting done. And it feels like there's just so much more to do because I just couldn't finish anything, but I could see everything that needed to be done. And so for us, outsourcing laundry made me accountable. What it did is during those hours, I really forced myself to work just on the business. And while the laundry was drying or being washed, she would also do some of that spot cleaning. So it was like a two for one. And I know I've told the story many times, but it was life changing. It changed everything about the way I view my time, my money and delegating and I swear if we hadn't done that, I think we'd still be in debt. I really do. I think if I was still doing the, we call it the Inez factor because the woman we hired, her name was Inez. We didn't realize it at the time, but that ended up being a really pivotal, pivotal decision in our lives. It taught me that if I valued my time, if I wanted to be more effective with my time, I had to figure out those things I really did need to outsource. And that included household chores that I was doing for my kids or my husband, like think about the people who are in your household and the things that you do because you just have always done them. But are you doing anyone any favors? Like 
Should you be giving your kids more responsibilities or the other people who live in your household? Why has it fallen on your shoulders? And if it doesn't make sense for you to do it, if you're easily distracted when you're doing it, like cleaning out the fridge or the housekeeping, etc., or just scheduling doctor's appointments, doing the grocery shopping, having your pets groomed, buying birthday presents, like all of these things can be outsourced. And here's what you need to know. It doesn't have to be you hiring a full-time employee. It does not make any sense for me to go to Target. If I go to Target, I'm going to come home with three carts loaded with dumb things that we do not need. And I'll also be so distracted when I'm in Target, I'll wander around for hours. It's just, it's a losing proposition. Makes so much more sense for me to use a delivery service. So check and see if you have Instacart in your area, Instacart, OMG. Instacart is a game changer, saves you so much time. You can have things delivered, again, if it's in your area, like within like an hour, sometimes, sometimes within 30 minutes. It doesn't make sense for me to go to the grocery store either for the very same reasons I'm not allowed to go to Target. So I have our groceries delivered. I could definitely watch a YouTube video and figure out how to recondition our, you know, teak lounge chairs that are out on the deck. And then I could do that myself. But does that make sense? There are lots of little projects, little things you do around the house that you can outsource to one of these services. So I can't think of the other ones, but just do a a Yelp search or a Google search in your area for task-related services. I mean, you can have someone go pick up the balloons for the birthday party, drop off those bags of clothes that you've been meaning to take to the Goodwill. You can outsource the meal prep. Like you could use one of those food delivery services. In fact, I've been trying one recently that I'm going to tell you guys about soon. We just haven't had enough experience with it yet for me to give you my opinion, but it saves you so much time because you don't have to wander around the grocery store trying to figure out an idea for a creative new meal. So some of those food services are amazing. Some habits you might consider developing because, again, they save you time. And this is a big one for me anyways. And this might be common sense, like maybe everyone does this, but I didn't start doing this until I was like 45. So, you know, when you're trying to get dressed and you're in a hurry and you're just not feeling cute and you just start grabbing things out of your closet, trying them on and just throwing them on the floor. Or if you're really good, you try it on, you don't like the way it looks, it's uncomfortable, whatever, and then you just hang it right back up. Instead of doing that, if you don't have one, go buy yourself a cheap wardrobe mirror and stick it someplace in your closet or near your closet or near where you're getting dressed. And instead of taking anything off of a hanger, take the item while it's on the hanger over to yourself in front of the mirror and just hold it up in front of yourself in front of the mirror. Just did this today. So today I'm wearing bright white cowboy boots, jean shorts, and a white man's like dress shirt. Uh-oh, Johnny's here, which means here is also here too. So that's exciting. So I'm recording this on Sunday and we're going to have a big Sunday night dinner. So if you hear a little dog barking in the background, that's my daughter's new pug puppy. <laughs> his name is Johnny Cash the Pug. You should follow him on Instagram. Obviously, he's trying to get my attention right now. Okay, so I grabbed the white blouse or white shirt and on the hanger and I, I thought for sure, this is the shirt I'm going to wear. But then I held it up in front of me in the mirror while I'm wearing the white boots. And I'm like, oh, wait, they're two, like one's kind of a beige and one is true white. And that's not the look I was going for. I wanted like crisp white with the bright white cowboy boots, but I had not taken it off the hanger. So it was easy to just grab another white blouse. It's little, 
But these things add up. And sometimes it's taking the time to do a little extra step that will save you time in the long run, right? You know the phrase, a stitch in time will save nine. And it's very true, which is why I take the time to time block out my day in a push journal. That's an extra step that most people are like, I don't have time to do that. But I know, I know, I never want to do it. But because I do it, it saves me time. And I overestimate each one of the blocks. I've done a bunch of episodes talking about how I schedule my day. But that's a huge habit. And it's a a habit that saves me a massive amount of time, keeps me on track, keeps me focused, and helps me to, at a glance, know What is the best use of my time right now? Because a lot of the time that you're wasting is doing things based on a scarcity mindset. Again, things that you think are saving you money, but I want you to challenge that. I just want you to have an open mind to it. This is really hard for some people. So for example, and again, I know not everyone is in a situation where they can do this, but if you are lucky enough to have a housekeeper once a month, I will just bet that what you're doing is cleaning the house before he or she comes or the team or whatever. Like we all do this. You clean the house like crazy and then so that you're not embarrassed when they get there. And then when they, you're like, everybody clean, the housekeepers are coming. And then, you know, the house basically looks like immaculate, a museum for 24 hours. If you're really, really lucky, like maybe 36 hours. If you can afford to change the frequency, which by the way, might not cost you more because some services, they charge you less based on the frequency. Give this a try. It doesn't mean you have to stick to it. It doesn't mean that you have to do it moving forward, but just see what happens if you change the frequency to weekly or even every other week. I have not yet heard from one person. Please let me know in the pod squad if you're the person who can prove me wrong. But every single person I know who's tried this, number one, gets a better rate. Number two, finds that it saves them so much time and it calms their mind because the house then is like almost always put together because, you know, they're coming back in a few days or a week from now. It just, it doesn't get so out of control, clutter and chaos is kept at bay. What does it hurt to give it a try for a month? Things that we really need to eliminate in order to make better use of our time. The first thing you have to eliminate is the scarcity mindset, you know, believing that you're saving money by doing things, all things yourself. Some things, of course, of course. But ask yourself also if you're just doing this because society told you you're supposed to do it or, you know, you've got your own issues where you think that makes you a good mom or, It means you're being frugal or it means you're being careful with your money. So for example, with these Lashify lashes that I have, they are pretty expensive. And so I watched a bunch of tutorial videos and in quite a few of the videos, they talked about how to clean the gossamers. That's what they call their like little lash clusters. So I take my first set of lashes off. I start cleaning them. It's, you know, basically like an hour, not an hour, but like 45 minutes of cleaning these individual lashes. I texted my girlfriend who introduced me to Lashify and she's like, what are you doing? Time is money. Just order another new pair. Why are you cleaning them? They're not meant to be reused anyways. And they are expensive because they are quality. They're valuable. But so is my time. Question we have to ask ourselves is how valuable is our time? What else could we be doing 
in that exact moment that could be making us more money or allowing us to be more productive? Like, is this the best use of our time? And that is the final life hack that I'd like to leave you with is to have a mantra. I mean, some people call it a mantra. I really just call it a a question that I use to quickly recalibrate myself. I ask myself, is this the best use of my time based on where it is I want to go, where it is I want to be? This is really important if you are easily distracted, if you just sometimes feel like you have an itch that needs to be scratched right now. Like for example, I feel a compulsion to organize my pantry or I feel a compulsion to go on some deep dive, like researching some obscure topic. My brain tells me you need to do this right now. It's very, very important. It can sometimes feel like I don't even have a choice, like I have to do this. Having this mantra is almost like an emergency break for me. Right now, I'm recording this episode sitting at my desktop in my podcast studio, and I literally have that question on a blue post-it note that is pressed to the side of my monitor because I literally have to ask myself that question because it creates a pattern interrupt. If I don't ask myself that question nine times out of 10, I'm just going to do that thing that I feel compelled to do, but it's not the best use of my time. Lastly, I mean, to finish this up, I just want to say these are best practices, but please don't beat yourself up if you aren't being efficient every single minute, every single second of the day. I waste tons of time every day. There are plenty of weeks where I'm just not productive. I don't always follow through on these habits. These are best practices, but nobody's perfect. Do your best, forget the rest, and most importantly, The extra time that you do create by implementing or adopting some of these habits, don't fill up that extra time that you have with more work. Use that extra time to do things that make you happy, you know, bring you joy. Any of the things I suggested that you take off your plate or you delegate or you stop doing, if those things bring you great joy, even if it's not like the best use of your time, if it brings you great joy, well, then then it is a really good use of your time. Maybe just figure out how much of it you need to do. And if what you're doing right now works for you, then don't listen to my advice. No one knows you or your situation or what's best for you better than you. There's always exceptions to every rule. I'd like to share with you what I do, but I never ever want to prescribe what I do or suggest that what I do works for everybody. It doesn't. That just, that doesn't make any sense. My goal here is to inspire you with ideas, but hopefully you're going to take what I share, tweak it, make it your own, figure out what you can use, what doesn't serve you, and join me again on Wednesday. Unless you yet haven't had enough of your Shaleen fix and you want more, 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 well then I invite you to check out Patreon. Patreon's super cool. It's where you can listen to all of the episodes that I release weekly without any ads, Plus, I do extra personal episodes on the Patreon. You get Brett unfiltered. Depending on what tier you do, you also get to go live with us once a month for a Patreon party. Super fun. Adult beverages optional. It's just a super fun, cool way to support the show. It is not personal development. To be perfectly clear, it's very personal content. It's stories. It's things that are probably not appropriate for me to share on the regular show. So basically, if you love Fridays, you will love Patreon. 
Plus, you get all the back episodes and more. So check it out by going to patreon.com forward slash Shaleen. I love you. I mean it. And I will talk to you on Wednesday.